Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. So, Anna, earlier on today, I ran into a coworker in the hallway. And in our conversation, I found out that she thinks that I hate her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not to make things uncomfortable, she's in here right now. Uh, Tisha is in here. But let me tell you what she said earlier when she was talking to me. She goes, hey, Jesse, uh, our friend Julie just left a little bit ago. And uh, I said to Julie, well, who am I going to talk to now? Because you're gone. Everybody's gone. And Julie said, well, talk to Jesse. He'll be in a little bit. And Tisha said, quote, but Jesse hates talking to me. And quote. So we're going to talk about this because I don't okay. feel like this. No. I don't feel like we can hang on to this going into the new year. We need to resolve this right now. And it's time to use those conflict resolution skills. I agree with it. But because I, I can feel a little tension between the two of you. So I'm going to mediate. So let, I think that Tisha should be able to explain first. Mm. Tisha, why do you really feel this way that Jesse hates talking to you? Sometimes, only sometimes, but I know that it's when he's in that zone and it goes back to, you know, what we've talked about before and his passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, um, oh. The, the name face, calling. The face is what we'll call it. Okay. Oh, the, okay. How dare you interrupt me? This is my time. Mm-hmm. And it could just be that I've just been like, well, hey, what's up? But the look says, do not disturb. It, it can be intense. Okay. Now, Jesse. Is this true that you hate talking to Tisha? No, it's not true. How many times, if you get the look, you say, hey, what's up? How many times have you said, hey, what's up that day already before I give the look? Is it the first time or is it the third time? I mean, it it may have been multiple times. I mean, you're right. So so listen, I very rarely, is it, let let me, can I, can I ask a question? Can I ask the, can I mediate Uh, for a second? No, you cannot mediate, but you can ask a question. (laughs) Is it because I don't say hello to you right when I walk in? Is this what's going on here? Maybe. Okay. You're one office too far down the hallway. I know. And, and I've told this to Anna before. I said, when I come in the first 15 minutes of me being there, that's why that door, my door gets shut so quickly is it's like me settling in. I'm writing down my to-do list. So the people I do say hi to, it's because I don't really have a choice. Like they're they're in route. they're there, right? And usually they say hi to me first. But Jesse, do you think that it would kill you to just say one more hi when you walk into the office? I've I've tried a little bit harder recently to like step one more step down the hall and wave, but it's usually a silent wave. I don't normally say anything. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, where are we both at right now, Tisha? I don't how think you we've feeling, resolved girl? anything. I, I, I don't know if we have either. I'm in a good place. I mean, honestly, like, I guess I've just been lonely down there today. Yeah. Aww. And so I was a little, I was a little needy. I don't, I don't hate you, Tisha. Oh. <laughs> let me, just, <laughs> let me can we Wait. circle back to the original okay. question? Okay. <laughs> but I do have pretty firm boundaries, and if people have crossed them too many times in one day, I become less patient. 
what might not be fair to you is that you might not be the person that had crossed them. Other people had, oh, but I might be okay. taking it out on you. Uh, so for case that, in point, the tripod. So for that, oh, we don't have time the for the oh, tripod. Okay, we can't go there. What's the tripod? I don't it know. Didn't get put back. <gasps> oh yeah. Okay, no, that's enough. All <laughs> this right, was my tripod. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I remember. I mean, you're done. Okay. okay. Oh, all right. This is over. Guess we're, we're, guess we're yeah. done here. All right. Thanks, all right. Tisha. All right. <laughs> that went exactly how it did when they taught me in middle school. Everybody walks out feeling good. <laughs> Do you? Do you feel? I wonder how Tisha um, feels. I feel, I, I don't, I, I feel better than I did. Okay. I don't. I don't want anybody to think I hate them. I don't yeah. hate anybody. I was gonna say you're like I feel good. This I isn't about you. It's about Tisha. I know. I know. Okay. Look. Well, I applied for a Cincinnati dating show, and I might get on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My favorite part about this is that Anna applied for this since sort of, kind of as a not even as a joke, just to say you did, and then they <laughs> they wrote back and said, "Hey, we'd like to chat with you." Listen, I really did not think they would reach out. Do you know how many of these? application sort of things I've done. I read about it in the news. And I'm like, oh, I'll apply. And I never get any of it. And it's Local Love is the name oh of this. My. <laughs> local Love. Is the name of this Cincinnati dating show. Mm. It's going to be on a streaming service called Very Local. Yeah, oh yeah. So Local it, Love. <laughs> and they're starting a dating <laughs> show. Yeah. And what it is, there's one person who goes on three blind dates. And then at the end of the show, they decide who they would like to go on a second date with. So when you apply, you could either be the person going on all the dates or you're one of the blind dates. I don't know which I would be. They don't tell you. So anyways, I got an email the other day and they said, hey, are you available to do a Zoom call and talk about this? And I went directly over to Jesse and I'm like, Jesse, no, I can't do it. I'm freaking out. I didn't think they would actually reach out, but they did. And I did the Zoom call this morning and... It went well. I will find out, I think, at some point in January. So what's the pro? Like, if they choose you, do you know, what, like, when is filming? Filming, filming they is said, it takes, like, three days to film. But when? Like, when will they do oh, it? Oh, in February. Oh. So, like, this is soon. I wonder what's in February. Well, good thing I scheduled my hair appointment. February 14th. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's. Valentine's. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I am panicking. It's not, like... You know, it's not going to be on Netflix or anything like that. I don't know. What if it's like really good? Like really. Um, then they use me as the example. This <laughs> Can I tell you something? You just not take it the wrong way. Go ahead. I'm so happy this is you and not me. Jesse. Oh, you know what? Mm-mm. That brings up an important detail. There was a question. I don't know how much of this I'm allowed to talk about, but I don't think they swore me to secrecy. Um, Jesse, at one point when I was having the conversation with them, they said, is there a friend or a family member that you would want to be on the show with you if we do a scene where you like, you know, you kind of talk to them like, oh man, I'm about to go on, you know, a couple of dates. And I said, oh, I know exactly who, my co-host, Jesse. Oh, listen, you know what? <laughs> I'm good at giving, as long as I don't have to go on these dates, as long as I don't have to be You're in a weird, no, I, I'm more than happy to give you <laughs> advice and give you a pep talk. Anna on a dating show called, what's it called? Local Love? Local Love. <laughs> So nervous. Channel 5.4 on your <laughs> rabbit ears. Oh, this is why you need your rabbit ears hooked oh, up. That's another watch- story. Yeah. Yeah, they're not hooked up. All right. Yeah. Well, keep us posted whether you're going to be on a, a dating show here I in Cincy, okay? okay? So we could share that link everywhere. Great. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, time to pull a question out of this uh, jar that we have. We do this uh, every single day, but we take turns. And it's today, it's Anna's turn to answer. All righty. Pulled the question out already. Here you go, Anna. 
Did you have an imaginary friend growing up? Mm. What? This, like right, what? You like, want to get weird? <laughs> this is going to get weird. I yes. did. Wait, I, male or female? <laughs> or neither? He was a male. Okay. His name was Pongo. Pongo? <laughs> P-O-N-G-O? Oh, boy, we're and off to a, just a terrific I start. I told you this is going to get weird. I want it to be weird. His name was Pongo, mm. and I think I, like, came up with the idea or what, whatever. I don't know. My dad, for his job, he's an IT guy, and he would often, when I was a kid growing up, have a lot of work meetings, like, on the phone. Mm-hmm. or So, I, you know, I'd hear him, like, talking back and forth with a bunch of guys about IT problems. So I think that's where I got the idea from. So Pongo was... My work buddy, he was like an older man. He was my work buddy, and we would have work meetings. So I would have full on, while I'm getting ready, you know, for school, the bathroom in the morning, I would have full on conversations with this guy about whatever the work situation was going on. And my sister and my mom would be like, Who are you talking to in the bathroom while you get ready? And I'm like, Pongo, my, oh, my, you my work owned guy. It? Oh, I, yes. My mom and sister thought it was very strange. And Meanwhile, or, they're calling an exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's dialing the priest. Get some sage. Uh, dur- I remember, like, times during lunch, if they're, you know, I'd look over to the chair next to me and I'd straight up have a full conversation with Pongo and my mom and I, sister are like, what the I, heck is wrong with you? I could see, oh, Pongo. Like, like you guys yeah, are just I mean, cracking like, up. Like, we, I don't even know. It was very work-related. Not only that, but I also, when I was a kid, what a weirdo. Hold I, on, pause. Okay. Pongo, how old were you at this time? Pongo? How old were you? I don't know. I mean, it was probably like from the time I was five or six until I was, I don't know, eight, nine. What? I mean, it was like, a, it was a while. You were almost in double digits and you were talking to a fake person? Listen, lay off. Hold That's on. a yes or no question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. It was several okay. years. It was several years. Not only that, this is going to get even creepier. Oh. Um, I had another mom. What? <laughs> and my mom. So anytime my mom be like, oh, you know, you need to clean up your room or whatever. I'd be like, oh, my real mom doesn't make me do that. <laughs> my what? real mom. And I had this like imaginary mom. Pretty much she was like the, the best mom ever. mom ever. Yeah. Like candy for dinner, that kind of a thing. So anytime my mom had something that I didn't want to hear, I'd be like, well, my real mom would not make me do that. And I always said... My real mom bakes me pies. Wow. I can see and your mom being was, like, I can see your actual mom being like, well, your real mom doesn't pay the bills around here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, we'll go talk to your real mom. Then. Did she have a name other than real mom? She was just real mom. And oh, she baked man. pies. That was like a really big part of her personality. Wow. So I don't know if I was possessed as a kid or what. But so a real mom that my... let you do whatever you wanted to do and made you dessert. And then Pongo, this older man. Who Pongo, the IT coworker. <laughs> what a weird kid you were. I don't know. Was there not enough to do over in Coleraine? I had a million siblings. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Anna, I found out secondhand yesterday that my sister Jamie, who's on the phone. Hi, Jamie. Hi. That my sister Jamie admitted out of nowhere to pulling a really cruel prank on me and Joey when we were so young that we don't even remember. Oh. My sister's on the phone. Hi, Jamie. I hear you laughing. Hi. Hi, Jamie. So, uh, Jamie, why don't you just go ahead and tell Anna what, um, I've not heard this directly from you, because then I'm going to have questions. What did you used to do? So you remember the house that was over by Jordy's? Yes. We had a cat named Valentine. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that. 
Okay, so you guys were probably three, four years old. I really don't remember how old you were. You were young. And me being the only girl besides mom in the house, I really got sick and tired of you guys stealing my toys, breaking my Barbies, (laughs) ripping the heads off, and taking my hoop and running off with it. So I got really (laughs) sick and tired of that. And I told you, too one time to go to the cat box and get the tootsie rolls out of the cat box. No! No! Wait! They ate it? (laughs) They they both... (laughs) No! Jamie! They both took a bite. (laughs) What? Ew! This is traumatic! Oh my gosh! You sent these two innocent, sweet little angels. Um, okay. To go to the litter box. Wait, what happened after that? They spit them out and ran them out. Oh, this is um, this is great because not only did you never tell us about this, mom never told us about this. There was a one-time thing. Never happened again. But you guys never stole my dolls and ripped their heads off again either. Oh. So yay for my favorite. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to tell me? Nope. Okay. All right. <laughs> She's like, nothing anyway. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, maybe, You're Jamie. Welcome. No, thank you, Jamie. I'll say thank you. <laughs> mm. You're welcome. Uh, all right. So <laughs> thanks to Jamie wow. for hearing that story. So have you ever pull- did you ever pull pranks on your siblings? I think they maybe pulled the pranks on me. I don't know. We there were five of us. There were always pranks going around. Listen, that prank from my sister, that's that's I got to hand it to her. That's pretty epic. That's I'm, good. But I'm, what was a prank that your siblings pulled on you? He was my brother, my younger brother, always ran around naked. <laughs> even as a teenager. Oh. We ran him out of the house in the middle of winter and locked the door on him. Oh. Out. No. Because you were tired of seeing him naked? We were sick of it. This is when he was a teenager? Uh, yeah, I was the oldest. He was 16. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, have, I have questions about why he was 16 and ran around naked. I, but if I got <laughs> I locked outside, I would go into, like, fight or flight mode, and I'd be looking for anything to cover up, like <laughs> like the home sweet home sign. <laughs> <laughs> The welcome floor mat. <laughs> to cover yourself or to keep warm? To, I'm like, well, it depends how long I'm out there, but yeah. mostly to cover myself, I would say. Anna, you know I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. I uh, I can't tell you the last time I got hungover, like maybe sometime in the last year. No, it was last nope. New Year's. Oh, I was going to say, was it the white Russians in Mexico? I've heard that story uh, a few times. No, that was the worst. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I just don't drink a ton yeah. very often, but Christmas Day, I was feeling festive with the family. Right. I knocked back two beers. Oh, okay. man. Over the course of like three <laughs> hours. Didn't Woo-hoo. even get but nothing. Just I just had a couple of beers. Woke up at 2 a.m. ill. I was sick. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? But here's the thing. It was not because of the alcohol. It was because of how acidic the beers are. <laughs> what? And I have acid reflux real bad. And okay. I forgot to take my Pepsid. And I'm like... <laughs> Say you're old without saying you're old. Right to take my Pepsi. It's two burning. Beers. It's burning. <laughs> yeah. Two beers, did you, yeah. Jesse? I know. Wow. I was like, what? I, it hurt. It was burning so bad. And I couldn't go out to my truck to get the Tums because my brother Joey set the alarm on their house. So I was trapped searching <laughs> through their medicine cabinets. I can't find Tums. 
And while I'm there, I'm like starting to get sick, and I'm like, oh man, this sucks so much. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know, there, know many there's people. No, there's no advice you can give me. I understand. <laughs> After two beers. I know. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to look up what low acid beers are available. Yeah. <laughs> like, boy, I'm gonna sound real fun at a party. What you got with a little less acid? You guys in it? got low acid beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I saw this video on TikTok earlier about a cruise ship literally waiting for a taxi to drive up to the side of the cruise ship because these three college girls <gasps> were running late and everybody on the cruise ship that film were, were filming booed them as they got <gasps> out of the car. No. And cause yeah, because they're like, we were waiting on you because you didn't plan very well. Oh. And that brings my me gosh. to Anna's story that she told me earlier, you went to a show at the Bell Event Center, which is downtown. It's near the casino. Yes. It's an old church, and there's all these candles. What kind of show was it, and what did you do to get so embarrassed? Okay, so I talked about this a little bit yesterday. It was the Adele Tribute Concert, and it's candlelit. Oh. So it's very magical. You know, the Bell Event Center, it's a place where they, like, hold weddings and things. It's dark except for the light of candles, and there's just violins playing. It's very peaceful, quiet, kind of serious. Serene. Yes, yes, that's a great word to use. So my friends and I, we're running late. I would say, I don't know, 10 or so minutes late. We didn't think it'd be a big deal because we think, like, oh, it's a concert. Who cares? Well, the only entrance into the area where you sit is by going on the stage. Yeah, you have to walk through the altar area. I didn't know that. I've never been. We didn't know. So when we get there, you can tell that uh, security at the door, they're a little annoyed and they're like, okay, you guys are late, so you're going to have to wait a second. You can just hear violins playing in the background. Walk you in. Yeah. We're like, what? Okay. Uh, Like, I guess we'll wait. And then when they stop playing for just a couple of seconds in between songs, they escort us on the stage into the seats in the crowd. And I just felt so embarrassed. Like, oh, we are interrupting these musicians as they play a candlelit violin concert because we're late. Yeah. There were there were probably horrible. some people that were really in the zone at that moment. They're like, man, the candlelight and the beautiful architecture here and those violins, they really are just making me feel something. And, and here comes Anna. Oh, here comes a group of... Wearing her party clothes thinking it was going to be like a rock concert. Well, and then too, when I get embarrassed, I get kind of giggly. So oh, I'm like, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I, laughing I on stage. It. Yeah, so I get a little giggly. We were not the only ones. There were two other people with us that were late as well. Oh, so sure. Like a group Spread of that blame on three people, <laughs> <laughs> not just Anna. We were the only people. We are only one third at fault. Oh, I felt so bad. I, I would not have enjoyed any of that, <laughs> being in the audience or being in your shoes. When I was in Iowa, my mom told me that she had seen a video that we had posted. It was me and you on our Instagram. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't like the way you were talking to Anna. <laughs> what is this about? She's like, I, I know you, and you seemed annoyed. And I'm like, it, it seemed a little too real. I'm like, oh, really? Well, which video was it? And uh, it was this one. I'm going to play you the audio okay. of it. You are asking a lot of questions. I work in restaurants. I, okay, you don't it. throw glass in a trash can. Okay. <laughs> i got to put it somewhere to begin with. It's going to be fine, Anna. It will be fine. I will hand deliver this down to the dumpster. Are we good? Are we good? Can you hear my breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are we good? Are I we good? do remember that. That was a video where I had broken a jar, a glass jar in the in our studio, and I called Anna down, and I'm cleaning it up, and she's filming me, like, picking it up and throwing it in the trash, and she goes, do, do we need to, she's just asking all these questions. I think I was a little anxious. Oh, yeah, do we need to contact yeah. somebody about all the glass now in the trash can? Yeah. I'm like, Anna, <laughs> I'm going to take care of it. We're, we're going to be fine. Are we good? 
And my mom, apparently, she just, she's like, you seemed annoyed. And I'm like, I was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to be my question to you. So you were, in fact, annoyed in that video. I was annoyed, but I was just like, that's no secret. I go, anybody that saw that had full context of what was going on. Here's the thing with me. Were you? Could I tell that you were annoyed? Yes, I could. You didn't care. Did it bother me? No, yeah, it didn't bother and me. And I knew she and you didn't know, care. Yeah, and you know why? Because I realize when I get that way, I'm kind of like hyper and anxious, and I'm I'm saying a lot of things really fast. Mm-hmm. I know it's annoying. So if people are annoyed with me, at least you're honest with me. It didn't bother me, but I'm glad that your mom's got my back. Yeah. At least this was the first time in I don't know how long that she didn't say, so, Jesse, when are you going to get a girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing that she uh, brought up the very first time I talked to her. Yes, every time. (laughs) So it's a big thing where flights across the country being canceled. Southwest, obviously, the airline that is getting the most attention on that because every day for the last three days, they've canceled at least 2,500 flights nationwide. And there was this lady at the airport in Atlanta that showed up, she was walking around with this sign that said, I can take three people anywhere they need to go, and she's offering to drive them if they pay for the gas, the food, and the hotel if required, and she's like, it's my Christmas gift to you. But she's in Atlanta, and she's like, I'll drive anywhere. And my question is, would you take somebody up on that offer, or would you be like, this is kind of weird, I might die. This is a little too nice. This is a little, mm. I mean, it's the same as getting in an Uber ride. Yeah, except they're verified from Uber. This is just a person walking around with a sign that says, let me drive you somewhere. Why do you want three people exactly? Oh, man. (laughs) This is like the next Saw sequel. (laughs) That's a little specific. (laughs) Yeah. I took just a one-day sick day. All right, Jesse. Well, because I, what was it, Tuesday? I came back to work, and I had a sore throat. And I guess I was saying all the right things around Anna, and she's like, you're starting to worry me. Well, I never panic about that stuff, but once yeah. you threw out the word strep throat, I'm out. I, I was like, go to the doctor. Yeah. Do not get me sick. I yeah. cannot. And I went, yeah, I, it, I, I had the pleasure of getting a strep test yesterday. Ugh. Didn't know it was coming, and it was like, oh, I just stab me in the back it of the in throat. There. But I'm negative for all of that, negative for strep, COVID, the flu. Positive for being a wuss, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the man flu, maybe, you tested positive for I actually no. feel a lot better. But you know where I don't feel good is my injury from when I hurt myself over the weekend when I walked full force into the uh, edge of a booth at a restaurant and it hit me right in a rib. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that still hurts. So I don't, you, I was told that there's nothing that can be done for me, though. Nothing that can be done, but you should keep an eye on it. We yeah. had a, we had a few listeners trying to give suggestions of, of what you should do. like yeah, care and all that. I've just been told as long as I can breathe okay, we're in the clear. <laughs> right. So if I start gasping at any point. It's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> just, yes, maybe call someone. All right. New Year's Eve, Saturday night. If you are going to a party, there's a really strict time frame that you've got to follow if you don't want to be rude. What? Get there before midnight? <laughs> get there before midnight. Huh? Now, it's don't leave before midnight. You would be considered rude. It's a New Year's Eve party. You're better off showing up late. And sticking around for the ball to drop or whatever. You know, as much of an old man as I kind of come off, I don't think I've ever tried to bail out of a New Year's Eve party. If I'm alone or like we're chilling out at the house or something, like I'm talking to just like, you know, I'm with like my family. Yeah, I might go to bed a little early. I don't care. Why are you going to a New Year's Eve party if you're leaving before midnight, first of all? Uh Unless you have kids. Okay, that's fair. Uh, But also a strict leaving schedule. Like, you got to be out of there by 1 a.m. And I would go as far as to say you need to be out of there by 1230 
if the ball drops, okay, chug that little champagne toast and get the heck out of my house. Yeah. I am not kidding. Uh, yeah. But we know that people, like, have you ever gone to a party and it's 2 a.m. and you're still there and you're like, oh, man. And no. you can kind of tell that the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you can kind of tell the host is like, all right. They start to do the yawn thing and the this is, knee this, slap. And this the, is also why I don't host parties because I don't want to have to tell people to leave. 12.01. Jesse's like, all right, well, happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good to see all of you. They're like, oh, I guess it's time to go. Time to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.